The Rudy Giuliani Show. Good afternoon and welcome to the Rudy Giuliani Show and thank you for tuning in. We're going to very shortly have a verdict in the civil case involving uh, Donald Trump and the woman who alleges that uh, 100 years ago he raped her uh, and he denies it. The uh, case is a civil case, so this will not be guilty, not guilty. It'll be liable or not liable. Uh, it contains immediately, and I'm ready to argue it on appeal if you'd like, reversible error by admitting the tape, the, uh, the, the, the tape done by uh, the Bush kid. Uh, that is what is known as a prior similar act, been excluded under English law for about 350 years. There's one exception or two exceptions to it where the issue is intent. But this not being a criminal case, there is no issue of intent. Now, why do, you, why do we eliminate prior similar acts? So let's say a person is tried for murder and they've committed murder once before. You would say, well, shouldn't the jury know they committed murder once before? Logically, the answer is yes. But the wisdom of the English judges a couple hundred years ago was that that's so prejudicial that the person committed the crime before that you will just automatically convict them without considering the uh, nature and the quality of the evidence against them in this particular case. It's a very uh, debatable uh, proposition of law. It doesn't exist in every uh, country or every legal system, but it's a critical part of Anglo-American law. And uh, the, 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 the statements made by, by Trump admit prior similar acts uh, or could be taken to admit it. And the, they, the judge should have ruled, had he been fair, that the probative value of the evidence, in other words, its ability to, um, to help one way or the other, was outweighed by its uh, prejudicial effect. In other words, it's so prejudicial that people aren't going to be able to think any longer logically. There are many propositions in law like that. And when you listen to a legal show and you hear objection, sustained, overruled, it's very often on an issue like that. But I don't think that our press nowadays is educated enough to understand what I just said. Uh, Dr. Maria? Hi, how are you? We have um, some verdicts in in the Trump case. And he is being awarded, or she, Jean Carroll, is being awarded $2 million. There was four things that the jury said. Uh, one was no to rape. Good. Um, Two was, yes, to did Donald Trump sexually abuse her? Another one, I may not remember all of them, um, was did, was his conduct, wh- whatever, and they said yes, and they feel he is liable, and she is awarded $2 million. So no rape, sexual abuse, $2 million verdict. Yep. That's the case. I mean, that's kind of a compromise, isn't it? Yeah. It's kind of a compromise because it either happened or didn't happen. Yeah, I mean, uh, he. Uh, she says they had a confrontation. And it was rape. He said we never had a confrontation of any kind. Yeah, right. So it's a, a de- definitely illogical verdict. It uh, is a sad day, I have to say, that someone could come out from years ago and just claim anything without any proof and accuse you of something, and a jury can go with it. 
You know what I mean? Like it, the, to me, there was no proof. Well, I not only uh, not only think the proof was weak. I, as I said, I think there was reversible error in the use of a prior similar act. But if the verdict is as reported, and it, c- it could be a little different because this is an early report, it's an inconsistent verdict. Now, follow me, right? Yeah. Uh, they they say two diametrically opposed things. There's no middle ground here. He he says uh, he didn't uh, meet her on that day. He didn't do anything to her. She says he did meet her that day and raped her, not sexually abused her, raped her. So he's ba- basically been fined, uh, fined, found liable for something she s- did not say he did. And he's been found not liable for something she did say he did. Yeah, he's basically <laughs> been found liable for defamation of her. Well, that's different. So we're going to have to see yeah. what the verdict is exactly. Uh, he, he may he may be out on the entire uh, uh, physical act. If he is, that's quite a victory for him. Yeah, the jury would have to see. Yep, yeah, the jury said no to rape. They did not believe. But Donald you see, the Trump question is, him. did they say no to sexual abuse? No, they said yes well, to sexual abuse. That would be inconsistent. Yeah. Be, again, in two different news agencies are reporting two different things. Um, well, let's see if we can get here. Here. Oh, here comes uh, the newsman. How are you? Hey, Mayor. How's it going? So, yeah, this just came down. Well, please give us the the correct verdict because it's somewhat confusing. Well, we do know that the jury has found Trump guilty, found him liable um, in this particular case. The, uh, of course, civil rape trial involving the 1990s accusation from writer E. Jean Carroll, who alleges that Trump raped her in a Manhattan department dressing store. Uh, Trump has consistently denied all those allegations against him just coming down. We don't know anything else in terms of like what could result as far as damages yeah. or the actual, you know, right. uh, final conclusion of the case itself. But, yes, we do know at this point that the jury determined that former President Trump is guilty, liable in this particular case. Of, of rape? No, this is. Well, I mean, again, from what I understand of the case, the, you know, issue at hand is whether or not he defamed Eugene Carroll. Uh, right, right. Well, they, it says yeah, three million dollars for defaming uh, Gene Carroll. Uh, jury finds Trump should pay near nearly three million dollars for defaming. Okay, so this is all e. Gene uh, Carroll. I, I just see it, it was up initially there on the two board. million, and then CNN started reporting um, that there was additional monies for additional things. Right, but the jury did not believe it was rape, but then said. They believe there was some sexual abuse and some defamation. Well, let's get it. Let's get it. Yeah. Now we have three different versions, so let's get yeah. it. Let's see if we can get. Let's see if we can get the thing officially. There'll be an official verdict. Yeah, I mean, this is again. This is just the initial stuff that's coming there down are, right there now. There are we know some for sure that they said live. For example, yes. to say he didn't do the rape, but it was sexual abuse would be inconsistent because he did. He either did something to her or he didn't. Right. No, uh, she says he raped her. He said they didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. So they can't be sexual abuse. <laughs> no, nobody's yeah. saying sexual yeah. abuse. Well, I mean, Mayor, that's, this a, is, that's a compromise. The thing I was trying to figure out ahead of time, just my own curiosity, was if you are accused of a crime and you say, I didn't commit that crime, right. are you accusing the other person of lying? Is that. Would no, it, that's would another very, that? very good point, but he went beyond that. He also said she was ugly, okay. and he said she was so that's where it crosses over. Crazy. Yeah, I think he yeah. said other things about her. I mean, um, I, yes, you're you're entitled to deny the crime, and you're entitled to a certain extent to attack your accuser, accuser. but you can't go beyond what they accused you. So of. So I guess that's what they're like saying. If, you, is what if, if he were to say he didn't say this, but he would say she's a prostitute, mm-hmm. that, that's defamation. Mm-hmm. Can't do that. Yeah. But what's scary about this case to me is that this allegedly happened a very long time ago. 
It's unsure, really, the date. It's like quasi, quasi time. Nobody witnessed anything, and it was in a public area. It just seemed really odd. And then Jean E. Carroll went on CNN's Anderson Cooper, and she was very bizarre, I have to say. She was saying that some people don't think rape's bad because it's like a fantasy. People fantasize about being raped. Yeah, it was very, very strange. Now, rape here, is a here, violent here, act. There's no fantasy with rape. What I would suggest is see if we can I, – I don't see Fox up there or Newsmax. And we're watching CNN and MSNBC. we're watching the Communist Networks. Yep. And they're just going right to the fact that so he now, was found guilty of yep. sexually abusing. Libel, but they don't say anything about rape. It would be interesting to know, was there a verdict on rape? There was. I, but they're not, they're not reporting. I read that reading. That was the first thing that yeah, came they, out. It's not, not, it's not up there right now. They're yeah. giving a false picture right now. So yeah. what we'll do is we'll continue to you know try to crack down on some yeah. details yeah. here I'll on the newsroom. Why, and get because back to you. the most serious charge is rape. Right. So if he were found not liable on the most serious charge, that would be a partial victory for him and a partial victory for her. If it's as they say here, it's a complete victory for her. That's the way the, that's the, way the lying, phony uh, uh, networks are trying to p- paint it. Yeah, and the money amounts keep changing. And do you initially- realize you have to do research to get the truth nowadays? <laughs> that's true. Yeah. That's what I'd like you to see if you can find out you got it. while I'm doing the rest of this. You got it. Thank you. That's a very, very important distinction, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Was there a finding on rape or not? If there was a finding on rape, then you are looking at... You are looking at right now on the board of CNN and MSNBC two of the most uh, heinous, dishonest presentations of a verdict ever. It would be as if a person were found not guilty of murder and found guilty of negligence. And they reported found guilty of murder, of, of negligence. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, Benny Johnson says Trump found liable of battery not liable of rape. That's correct. Now, that's a victory, not liable of rape. Yeah. That was the first verdict read, and I this, saw that verbatim. Said, this would be as if you were charged with murder and negligent homicide. You were found not guilty of murder, but found guilty of negligent homicide. Wouldn't you consider that a partial victory for the defendant? Of course, he's not going to go to jail for the rest of his life. Yeah. Probably for two years. Yeah, and it's very strange that it... Initially, on all the little ticker tapes, it was two million awarded. Now it's up to five million. So he, he's been held liable per that judgment of battery and uh, defamation. Right. So interesting, they- interesting appeal, though, uh, Doctor. A very interesting appeal, and I don't think I'm adequately explaining this to people. Uh, the verdict is completely inconsistent. Yeah, you, I you agree can't, with you. You cannot be. Not guilty in this particular case, given the testimony of the two uh, adversaries, you can't possibly be liable for uh, uh, sexual assault, but not liable for rape. Because now you're saying she's lying. She said she was raped. She didn't say she was sexually assaulted. She was either raped or she wasn't touched. (laughs) He says, I didn't do it at all. There's no uh, middle ground here. Mm. No one observed this. Right. So she said I was raped. He says, I didn't touch her. How could there be sexual assault? Yeah. There's either rape or no rape. It was allegedly no in a dressing room. In That's a not depart- the point. Like a department <laughs> but, store. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, to me, it's a very public place. Right. You no, know. no, I think, I think the whole case is a facocta case. But uh, in any event, 
including the fact that she thinks that uh, rape is very sexual. Yeah, um, very bizarre. And also the fact that it happened in a, in a dressing room of a, of a very, very public, if not the most public uh, department store in New York, that she took years and years and years and years to bring it forward. Yeah, it's scary, actually, Rudy, to think someone can just make up something about you and then it takes, of course, there's that Trump derangement <clears throat> syndrome. So it seems like anybody can say anything. They don't have to prove it. And a jury and, or a judge is going to side with the person making it up just because and none, they don't and like none Trump. none of the fake lawyers on the uh, communist news networks is making the point that I'm making, that he was not found liable for rape. No, which Which drives enough. a major hole in the finding of liable for sexual assault. Yeah. Because there is no intermediary testimony about sexual assault. Where is it? What are you basing that on? What's the jury basing that on? Pure compromise. Mm. Pure compromise not allowed. you got to have – you could see that being overturned, the sexual assault being overturned by the following. There's no basis in the evidence for sexual assault. There's no evidence on which you can base a, a finding of sexual assault. When she says, I was raped, he says, I didn't do it. No one says he partially did it. <laughs> right, right. Well, uh, now you might wonder what's going to happen to these polls. Because right now, Trump is sitting on the top of the world. He leads the Sanders uh, by, in one poll now, by 41 uh, votes, uh, 41 points. Uh, that was as of May 9. He leads uh, DeSantis 60 to 19 percent. DeSantis is virtually disappearing now into the below 20 percent. Soon it may be into single digits. Uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. has about 17 16 or 17 percent on the Democrat side. And I would say now this could be a major change. My prediction about this is this will have an impact. Uh, This will not be lasting because it's not. uh, It's not that true. (laughs) It's not that credible. The whole thing has an air of incredibility. Right, right. Including including the totally uh, crazy verdict. Uh, that contradicts itself yeah. and the admission of inadmissible testimony during the trial. But in any event, this will have some minor. This will hurt him in the next couple of weeks. If this doesn't slow down his momentum, he's going to be the next president of the United States for sure. If this doesn't slow him down, if he remains at 55, 60 percent. In the uh, Republican polls, and if he remains even or ahead of Biden, I would say he's in very good shape. We're going to take a short break right now, and we'll be back hopefully with a little better information. The former mayor of New York City, Rudy Giuliani. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. Well, this is Rudy Giuliani back again, probably about as angry as he's ever been. I just was listening to my friend Alan Dershowitz on Newsmax give the same explanation I gave. And now I'm looking at uh, all of these unbelievably dishonest, disgusting television stations saying that he was unanimously found guilty of sexual abuse. Well, first of all, he was unanimously found not guilty of rape. That's what this case was about, rape. Well, how about we report that? In other words, she was found to have lied about uh, the single most important charge. As to the minor charges, 
he was found liable. And not only that, as to one of the minor charges, sexual abuse, there's a major inconsistency, a major inconsistency with that and the finding of no liability for rape because no one is alleging sexual abuse. So where does that come from? Did some juror make it up in their minds? That's what the argument on appeal will be. Uh, You can get a case reversed for lack of supportable evidence. If the verdict is contradicted by the evidence, a court of appeals will reverse a jury case. The sexual abuse finding is inconsistent with the weight of the evidence. That's the way it would be said legally. I'm glad to see that one of the most brilliant law professors in America agrees with me. Uh, When we were younger, we never agreed. It seems like we agree a lot more now. That's because uh, Professor Dershowitz, he won't won't admit this, but like uh, Winston Churchill, if you're not a liberal when you're 20, you have no heart. But if you're not a conservative by the time you're 40, you have no brain. And <laughs> Professor Dershowitz des- definitely you have to had pay the bills. a brain. You have to pay I suggest the going to Newsmax if you want to follow this later uh, because you're not going to get anything. That I, had, I don't have Fox up here for some reason. Maybe they put Fox off. They have Jonathan Turley speaking. Uh, I don't know what now, Turley is of doing. Of course, can't hear him. Turley is usually pretty good. I would be shocked if Turley uh, doesn't uh, point out the inconsistency between, remember, Trump was found not liable for rape. Okay? Remember, this case up until now has been about rape. We just changed what it's about. Yep. <laughs> so and, and there's a question whether they changed the statute of limitations, too. There's, there's a whole bunch of things that are... that are Very bizarre. There are a whole bunch of things that are uh, at issue here. And uh, Dr. Maria is correct. The statute of limitations was changed for rape. Don't know that it was changed for defamation and uh, all the rest. We're going to take a short break and we'll get back and we'll try to unravel this. And we will fight very hard to get you the truth, which is very, very hard in fascist America. Rudy Giuliani. Rudy Giuliani. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. Here's Rudy Giuliani back uh, with you on the Rudy Giuliani Show. And we're still puzzling through this verdict, largely because... um, None of these uh, uh, brilliant reporters uh, hanging out outside the courtroom has a copy of the form that is, I mean, the way a a verdict is returned is it's on paper. Uh, The foreman of the jury has a piece of paper. It has charges on it. In this case, I believe the charges are rape. uh, uh, They say battery. There was four. I think it's rape, sexual abuse, forcible touching, and defamation. From best I can tell, they found no on rape, and they found yes, yes, and yes on the other three. Yeah, uh, Mr. Mayor, is that right? James Flippin coming in from the James, newsroom is that here. Right? So, yeah, basically, what we're looking at here is that's correct. They uh, reports that we're looking at is that Trump was found liable for battery, not liable for rape. Right. Now, that's where it gets a little confusing as far yeah, as we can battery tell. Battery, forcible assault, forcible touching. Is it sexual abuse? You know, uh, some of the stuff Trump was accused of doing in that dressing room in the 90s, you know, kind of gets into that gray area right. there in terms of what is forcible touching and what sexual abuse. So, um, in essence, what the jury found is that Trump did not say maybe rape Carol, but did potentially abuse her or touch her in some way that was unwanted or unlawful. And then he defamed her. 
right, later on. Right. That's almost the sector thing because, like you were saying before we went on the air, the number in terms of a potential payout for damages is somewhere maybe in the realm of $5 million. It's like three and two. It right, because it could be two maybe right. for the defamation side, three on the, on the battery side. Um, but in essence, what we were looking at was there was three ways – that the jury could have found that Trump committed battery, which was, again, rape, sexual abuse, or forcible touching. We don't know for sure. On all the different news outlets, you're seeing battery in some of the news crawls. You're seeing sexual abuse in some of the news crawls. That's where this gets really confusing. The the strange thing about having tried 100 cases and even civil cases, there's a little form. It's very easy. There's a little form that has these charges summarized. And then the jury has put down next to it, yes or no. Right. That's all we need. <laughs> yeah, I think we saw like a 10, there was like 10 questions or something like okay, that ahead of time. Answer, we need the answer to the 10 questions. The uh, a, a bad mistake by the judge, by the way, to do 10 questions. The reason is the minute there are inconsistencies between them, you have an argument on appeal. Mm. Like, for example, there's a very, very good argument on appeal right away here. And that is she never talked about forcible or battery. She talked about straight out and out rape. That's what she acu- accused him of. Uh, the middle ground is like a compromise. They're finding the middle, the middle ground. So they're going to say it's against the weight of the evidence. I'm not sure if the statute of limitation has been lifted on all of that. If it's lifted on rape, I'm not sure it was lifted on defamation. So you're going to have that. And then they allowed the testimony uh, that come in of, uh, of, uh, of Bush in the, def- in the deposition. And that's usually not allowed because it's too prejudicial, mm-hmm. prior acts. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. And then the other thing I'll just add to the discussion here is that a lot of the news reporting surrounding mm-hmm. this story mm-hmm. is that the Access Hollywood tape was a was a big yeah, point of, yeah. of contention well, you know, that's, and a big, big, important piece. Yeah, they're calling it that's his modus operandi. So that, just, and so that yeah. becomes a reversible error because uh, prior acts are inadmissible in a trial because of that very reason, because they're very, very prejudicial. Mm. And if, if in fact it... It is the reason for the verdict. There's a good chance it'll get reversed because you're not supposed to be convicted because of a prior act. You're supposed to be convicted or found liable because of this act. Very interesting. Yeah. Very, very interesting. So that's what we know at this point. Is okay. That Thanks. Liable for, for battery. Thank, thank you. Thank you, James. <laughs> but, Mayor, let me ask you a question. You're, you're the by far the best lawyer in our country. So the jury found him liable for defamation because he said she's a con person. Um, he wrote on social media, this is all a hoax. Well, what if it is all a hoax? I, to me, that's not really well, defamation. They don't agree with him. I mean, actually, what they're saying is they don't agree with him. They, 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 they believe he is lying about that. That's yeah. what they're saying. And remember, this is a Manhattan uh, jury. Manhattan is 85% Democrat. I think he got about 10% of the vote in Manhattan. And uh, can he get a fair trial in Manhattan? I mean, the answer to that is no, he can't. And so I don't know. I don't know what you what we expected. I mean, the fact that they found him not liable to rape to me is a shock. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> but I'm being a very realistic lawyer as opposed to naive. Uh the hatred for Trump and the love for Trump is so unusual that it yields irrational results on, on either on either score. I mean, for example, do you think in front of a jury of 12 Trumpers, he'd have been found guilty of anything? No, they'd have thrown him out of court and given him an award. I mean, that, right. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, even if even if she was right. Yeah. Remember, he said I could be shot on, on, on they wouldn't. 
Yeah. There's some truth to that. It's exaggerated, but there's some truth there, but it, it works the other way. So some of the commentators are taking aim at President Trump's attorney that he did not bring in any witness witnesses he didn't uh trump didn't defend himself either well i don't uh, that that you gotta that i mean that you gotta blame on the on the former president don't you yeah i mean uh, a lawyer can only but maybe his lawyer told I mean, him I, he didn't I, have I, to. I i have said this publicly uh, so i'm willing to say it i mean this is not attorney client privilege i told him a long time ago in the impeachment case if he testified he'd do it over my dead body but I did. I told the day I, day I started with him, I said, you're not testifying. And he wanted to at various times. And I didn't do that because I didn't think he'd be a good witness. I didn't do it because I thought they would try to trap him illegally, unfairly, and try to frame him. And I was right about it. They wanted to frame him. I didn't know then that they had framed him for uh, Russian collusion. Uh, I knew it was an unfair charge. I knew it wasn't true. But I thought maybe it was based on erroneous testimony i had no idea that hillary paid for the whole yeah isn't that crazy but had i known it i'd have been even stronger but you know people say well and shouldn't that be against the law it isn't they should go to jail for that i mean like what if somebody tried to frame me of something and i have no recourse it just you know they can do it donald trump you have no recourse they can frame you anytime they want just like uh just like um uh 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 Bragg is framing him right uh, right well, now. President Trump has said that the verdict is a disgrace in a continuation of the greatest witch hunt of all time. Uh, I think he's 100% right. This case makes no sense. I'm sorry. I don't think Donald Trump, I knew him then, I know him now. I don't think Donald Trump or too many normal human beings would, would uh, forcibly would do touch a, somebody. Would do a rape in uh in the in the dressing room of one of the most famous department well, stores. Well, I don't think he would do it any a rape anywhere. Rape. Yeah, yeah. People don't understand like when she went on CNN's Anderson Cooper and she talked about rape some people, you know, they think of it as a fantasy. His he was stunned Anderson Cooper because that's how she was portraying it. She came on to him. Yeah, that that <laughs> rape is a violent violent act. There's nothing sexual about it. So if she wanted the attention of a rich billionaire uh, the, or wanted people to think he was attracted to her, it's not by claiming rape. I don't know. I don't well, know. I, I, I also think the length of time of the, of the case, I mean, there is a reason for a statute of limitations, which has been abused here. Statute yes. of limitations has been completely uh, – yep. American and English law has been abused here. Yep. Uh, if, the, if it really is based on the Bush – if it's really based on the Bush tapes, then it's based on extraneous evidence that has nothing to do with this case, which has uh, been a principle of English law for hundreds and hundreds of years. Now, obviously, you can appeal a civil case yeah, as this well will be as appeal. a criminal. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and he's got a chance. This is yeah. not, I mean, he'll have a better chance uh, with the judges in the appellate uh, section of the court than any place else. Certainly better than a, a Democrat uh, jury or the uh, lower, lower court judges. And he's, and he's appealing here within the federal system. He's not appealing within the state system, which is made up of Trump-appointed judges, Obama-appointed judges, Bush-appointed judges, going back to Clinton-appointed judges. So I, I wish he doesn't necessarily get a, uh, you know, a stacked deck here. I'm sure you agree with me. We wish we didn't have to say Obama-appointed or Trump-appointed. Oh, you know, you they all imagine, should follow the law. You can't imagine how much I wish that. I know. It used to be the case because, when I was a practicing yes, lawyer. Yes, exactly. I didn't have to worry about uh, some of the toughest judges on that court with Democratic judges, some of the easiest judges were Republican and vice versa. I mean, uh, it wasn't like this. Uh, 
And now the judges like to claim it isn't like this. They're lying. It is like this. Yeah, it, I is. Agree. Yeah. it is. It's now, definitely now, a two-tiered system. Are there exceptions? Yes. I can give you some very good exceptions. I can give you some very, very good exceptions. The judge that let me and Donald Jr. out of the January 6th case is an Obama appointee. Yeah. And he, he wrote a very fair opinion. Right. So I can't. How, how can I complain about that? But I have also read opinions that, have, that are absurd. Mm. Absolutely absurd. And I think uh, I have to say it on the other side. If, if, if this were Trump land, this woman would have no chance in this case. No chance. So now let's get to a, little, a few other things that are going on and some, and some calls here. I mean, they, they throw the post out of the – now they throw the post yeah, out of the out, White out, House briefing room. I mean, they said there's no seats. There were 20 seats open. You think Biden one of his days just close it down, send the Marines there and close it down? So this press conference or this little announcement was supposed to be on airline accountability. But everybody says or everybody thinks that Biden was so afraid the New York Post would yell out questions about Hunter indictment or the fact that Comer has evidence or says he has evidence that Biden himself took a direct bribe um, that they said they couldn't couldn't uh something with their credentials they couldn't um approve their credentials yeah. well uh, i tell you it's really really going to be important tomorrow that coomer come through because he's raised expectations yeah, high he's having and i'm not saying this because, right i'm not saying because i'm annoyed with him i'm not i have i have a lot of respect for him i think he's he's uh, kept his word and he's done his thing and and i think if if i just hope he's he calculated it right. He's he's uh, uh, by telling them not to go ahead and indict him until you hear what we got. He's raised expectations very very high. Now he has. I mean, nobody knows it better than me. He's got dynamite. Yeah, and I hope he's going to use it. Well, he was talking about something that you pointed out well, over two years ago on your podcast when it was a money laundering that went through Cyprus. Yeah, I'll tell you. I've, I've memorized. It was approximately February 14 or so, like uh, St. Valentine's Day uh, 2016. And that's what the document was dated. It took, took place beforehand. And it's a notification from the government of Latvia to the government of uh, Ukraine. And it says uh, money laundering transaction. Right straight out. Money laundering transaction, criminal activity. And it names in it uh, Hunter Biden. And it points out that... Uh, $14 million was transferred by the crooked company Burisma uh, uh, through Prime Bank, owned by uh, Mr. Kolomoisky. And it was run through about four different accounts in Ukraine. Then it was sent to Latvia, where it was run through about six other accounts, uh, several times as a payment, several times as a loan. It came out to an account in Cyprus. Again, it was laundered in Cyprus by Kolomoisky. And then it was paid out to went, went to Poland. Money went to Poland. Money went to the UK. Money went to boo, boo, I don't know, other places. And money went to the United States. Uh, when when uh, when uh, we tried to find out the money going to the United States, they wouldn't tell us uh, who got it until it showed up in a criminal trial in the Southern District of New York of Devin Archer. Uh, whose case was being argued today in the Second Circuit, mm. and the money went into the Biden company, and it was for it was three point something million of the fourteen million went to the Biden company, and then there's a little notation eight hundred thousand dollars for Joe, mm. not big guy, not pop Joe. Uh, that was one. 
of what of what we were told by a witness the FBI refused to interview was one of many laundering transactions. Now, does Kuma have the rest of the laundering transactions? I hope so. Well, you know, Janet Yellen wasn't cooperating. They've been asking forever. There's been 150 red flags on suspicious activity with Biden accounts, including Joe Biden's, Hunter Biden's. And she refuses, which I don't even under here again. I don't understand. How can you refuse to give information to the overseeing body? You know, I I, I just don't. Well, I don't know. The the, the, uh, uh, Trump's. Trump's uh, Secretary of State covered this up too. Secretary yeah, of Treasury covered yeah. this up uh, too, which is uh, so. Let's go. Uh, let's go to Susan in the Finger Lakes. Hi. Good afternoon. It's great to hear the two of you. Um, now, this is one of the things that just like hit me like a hammer on this, and I heard it. I don't. I'm not saying it's true, but because so much is reported, but. She couldn't even say what year this allegedly thing happened. Not uh, even what year. And yeah. also in the 1990s, especially, those department stores, especially Bergdorf, those salespeople would never leave somebody. They were on commission, and they would be, like, <laughs> on top of them, you know, trying to sell and give customer service. So it does seem, I mean, in my view, regardless of wh- whoever would be, um, accused of something like this, just given that information, uh, y- you know, you would say, like, if this happened, wouldn't you just, like, be so traumatized, you'd relive it and be so... No, no, you, know, you, you would think it was very sexy, <laughs> which is what she said. Uh, her, her, she thought that rape was very sexy. This woman who <laughs> accused President Trump went on Anderson Cooper and... He was do, trying to do a very serious interview. And he was she's, trying to nail Trump. She, yeah, of course. <laughs> she said something like, you know, what most people think of rape as a fantasy, like they like it. And his, Anderson Cooper's eyes were like, he didn't Don't know what to say. Don't they find it terrible or something like that? She said, no, sexy. Yeah, like it was very bizarre. But we're going to take a short break and we'll be back with the mayor's final words and possibly a call or two that we'll try to squeeze in. America's mayor, Rudy Giuliani. This is Rudy Giuliani back uh, with the mayor's uh, final uh, thoughts brought to you by Tunnels and Towers, T2T.org, the organization that takes care of our most important citizens, the people who put their lives at risk to protect us and is there to pay off their mortgage should they lose their lives in the line of duty and is there to build smart homes and homes that are are able to give them the maximum amount of independence should they become catastrophically injured. Let me thank uh, uh, Dr. Maria and Ted for helping me uh, today get the verdict, and James, who had to run in and out to try to figure out uh, this uh, 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 verdict, which is reported in a helter-skelter way by a dishonest press. Uh, the, the, the reality is that uh, there, this case was a rape case uh, from beginning uh, to end. It now becomes uh, uh, sexual abuse, battery, defamation. He was found not liable to rape. Okay. If she's lying about being raped, come on. Come on. Let's go to Mike in Oyster Bay. We didn't get enough calls in. I want to see if we can get another call in. It'll be part of my final thoughts. Let's see what Mike has to say. Yeah. Hey, Mr. Mayor. First of all, you've transcended America's mayor. Now you're, you're America's truth teller. So I just want to thank you for that. Well, thank you. Um, the uh, My thinking is I'm not a lawyer, but if the jury 
didn't believe the, the, the accuser and they said she was lying, then how could you be guilty of anything else. If they, if they actually don't believe what she said, then they're just basically making it up on their own. Yeah, that's, it's a, it's a, I mean, this happens with juries a lot called a compromise verdict. If they don't believe her, they don't believe her on the most important charge, rape, right? I mean, that, what, <laughs> I don't remember reading about this case being Trump is charged with sexual abuse. Chuck, Trump is charged with uh, forcible touching. Trump was charged with rape. Trump was found to have not raped her. Uh, end of story. The rest of it is all compromised. They hate Trump. It's a Democratic jury. Uh, and it could be reversed because it is uh, compromised verdicts are allowed unless they're inconsistent with the evidence. And this may be inconsistent with the evidence. And there's a second big issue here. Allowing in that tape uh, uh, generally would not be allowed in a in a trial because it's so prejudicial. But. We'll see. Let's see what let's see let's see what happens. Let's go to Jimmy in Staten Island. How you doing, mate? Just two quick comments. Yeah, Jim. Um, wouldn't it, why didn't she bring a, a lawsuit against Bergdorf Goodman? Number one and number two. What would prevent anybody else, any Tom, Dick, or Harry lining up to bring a lawsuit against him for on the female sense? No, nothing would stop him. I mean, that's one of the things you're liable for. That this is a one-on-one case. I mean, she has a hearsay witness. That she claims she told about this, but that's not that's not an eyewitness. A hearsay witness generally is never even allowed. I don't know how that was allowed, but um, plus he did not get anything close to a fair trial with the admission of that other testimony, which is irrelevant to it. Um, and ha- have there been? You know, here's another interesting thing. You know, there was a, uh, a, a Law and Order uh, uh, episode in which a, a, a person claimed to be raped in Bergdorf Goodman, a fantasy of being raped in Bergdorf Goodman that took place before before she made these allegations. She claimed that she did never watch, she watched Law and Order, but this was Law and Order Special Victims Unit, and she never watched that. But she did know about it, I think she said. So, I mean, my goodness, come on. Now will there be a Law, a law and Order about the the full and complete one? I don't, I, I don't know. And I, I'd love to know the following. How many rapes have there been in Bergdorf Goodman? Over the last 20 years, have there been any other rapes at Bergdorf Goodman? And if there haven't been, then uh, his lawyer should have presented that. And they would, the judge would have disallowed it. And he could have said, hey, you're allowing, you're allowing uh, the, prior, uh, the prior consistent conduct, which... <laughs> Gosh almighty violates every tenet of American English law. You at least allow me this. I've never heard of a rape at Bergdorf. Gosh, not when I was a prosecutor. I'm trying to think of a rape in even a lesser level department store or less secured department store. It has security, by the way. Uh, I mean, you would have to. I mean, this is this is you'd have to think that Trump was a real nut job to do that. Now, I know there are people who think he's a real nut job, but he's not. <laughs> you've got to be a complete idiot to rape a woman at. You, you've got to be like a sexual predator who probably has committed 100 rapes in his lifetime if you're going to rape somebody in such an open way as there. Maybe I should have defended him. But okay. Uh, well, we'll be back tomorrow. God bless America and tune in at 8 o'clock tonight. We'll be on every social media you can think of.